How are you now, and welcome to the Letterkenny Podcast. I'm your host, Arish, and this is episode one. In this episode, we'll talk about Letterkenny airing in the U.S. Jared Kiso does an interview with the Toronto Star, and Letterkenny Live has an encore. So pour yourself a Gus and Brew, and let's start the Letterkenny Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome. This is the first episode of Letterkenny Podcast, full first episode. Uh, if you were listening to episode zero, we just gave a background on uh, Letterkenny influences and such. What we're going to do this week is uh, we are going to look at uh, season one, episode one. Before we do that, a uh, little bit of Letterkenny news. In the news, Toronto Star for August 10th, Jared Kiso has done an interview, a Q&A session with Joel Rubinoff. They talk about why Letterkenny is such a phenomenon. This comes on the heels of Letterkenny being picked up by Hulu and the first two seasons airing in the U.S. Previous month, the Rolling Stone magazine, July 19th, had a review on Letterkenny. And there is some interesting U.S. perspective on a really Canadian show. It's not exactly uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie or the Handsome Brothers or even Do South like, so uh, this is something new for them. Both those links uh, for the Star and Rolling Stone magazine, we'll put them in the show notes. For those of you who don't know, Letterkenny does a live tour. So I went and saw the original show. It's a uh, bunch of skits done live. Uh, they show some clips of the show, uh, extend those clips. Uh, some clips we haven't seen, upcoming season. They have Jared Kiso, Nathan Dales are there. K. Trevor Wilson, the coach, is also there. Mark Forward. Mark Forward and... Uh, K. Trevor Wilson also do part of their stand-up routine. They're both comedians in their own right, and they each have a bit that uh, is really quite funny. And we get to church, and Mom likes to go to church early so she can get the seats up at the front, because that's where all the good religion is, people, is up at the front of the church. You don't want to be in the back getting the leftover Jesus with those heathens. You want that fresh squeeze Jesus right from the pastor's mouth, so. Greatest example for me was when the co-pilot flew a plane into a mountain and killed everyone on the plane, and people were on their Facebook or their Twitter, we gotta do something about co-pilots. We gotta, we gotta unite, gotta start testing the, it's got to be a system for co-pilots. What did we do? Nothing. We did nothing. Because there's always going to be crazy people. Well, then we got to get rid of mountains. No. No. I uh, really should uh, check them out if you've seen any of the clips on uh, YouTube. Uh, Mark Forward actually has a, a stand-up show that he uh, uh, sells online. And you can either rent it or buy it. I'll put the link in the notes. And it's really funny. So that whole troop has been put back together for a December tour. So they will be only Canadian dates. They will be appearing in Aurelia, Ontario, Brantford, St. Catharines, Mississauga, Regina. Yeah, for all the Americans listening, I said Regina. It's a real place. Look it up on a fucking map. Saskatoon, Lethbridge, Red Deer, Kelowna, and Vancouver. You can buy tickets and VIP tickets at LennonKinney.tv. I'll put the link in the notes, of course. 
Now that's it for news. Let's get into the review. This is Season 1, Episode 1. Title is Ain't No Reason to Get Excited. Originally aired February 7th, 2016. Directed by Jacob Tierney. Written by Jared Kiso and Jacob Tierney. Uh, title crawl. Letterkenny consists of hicks, skids, hockey players, and Christians. These are their problems. So the opening sequence, we get the first appearance of Wayne, Daryl, Katie, Jonesy, Riley, and Squirrely Dan. We're introduced to Wayne, played by Jared Kiso. It tells the story of two hockey players coming up the produce stand the other day. We see Jonesy, Andrew Herr, and Riley, Dylan Playfair. The hockey players arrive with Katie, Michelle Milet, to the farmhouse and produce stand at the end of the drive. Next to the stand are Wayne and Daryl. Daryl is played by Nathan Dales. From the outside, it's clear that the hockey players and Wayne and Daryl don't like each other. Hockey players taunt Wayne about his high school sweetheart, Angie, cheating on him, who incidentally taught Wayne how not to fight. A skill the hockey players point out would be useful against her new boyfriend. And although the hockey players and Hicks have an exchange of words, there is no fight. Later, Katie and Daryl are convinced that the breakup has made Wayne soft. Daryl thinks what he needs is a good Christian girl. And he can help out because he's going to be at the Burning Bush Youth Group. Katie thinks a popular dating app would make things easier to find love. Back at the produce stand, Wayne, Daryl, Katie, we are introduced to Squirrely Dan, played by K. Trevor Wilson. It's apparent from the get-go that Dan has a liking for Katie, which... Doesn't go unnoticed by Wayne. We cut to Modine's bar. This is the first appearance of it, where we are met by bartender Gail, played by Lisa Codrington. A rather affectionate but salty young lass. And while not a character, this is also the first mention of Gus and Brew whiskey. Whilst relieving himself, Wayne is... <laughs> Whilst relieving himself, Wayne is joined by McMurray played by Daniel Petronovic, making his first appearance as well. Back in the urinal, Mc McMurray informs Wayne that Andrew's new man is a bit of an eccentric character with diamond studs and buckles on his shoes. Back at the bar, Wayne is against going to the church group. That is, until Gail makes not-so-subtle advances to Wayne, at which point he agrees to Daryl's offer. And then we cut away to the skids. These are goth-like individuals dancing to electronica or rave music outside a church. Being a small town, it's probably the only church. We see Stuart, played by Tyler Johnston, and Roald, played by Evan Stern, Devin, played by Alexander DeJordy for the first time. Inside the church, Wayne and Daryl meet Margaret, played by Kelly Lamb, in one of her first of two appearances. She's shocked that Wayne is using a dating app, which she informs him was originally used under a different name for men to find other men. Their conversation, though, is interrupted by Pastor Glenn, played by Jacob Tierney. Yes, the director and co-writer, making his first on-screen appearance. Glenn gives a quick, flamboyant talk about his girlfriend and how much he cares for her and would give her anything in the world, except vaginal intercourse, to which Wayne gives Daryl a disapproving look. The church band starts playing music, at which point Wayne goes out for a smoke and checks his phone about the history of the app. While doing so, 
Skids take Wayne's phone and believe that, due to his breakup and non-fighting stance, he's now interested in the company of men. Wayne takes his phone back and heads inside where Pastor Glenn is blowing to a didgeridoo. Wayne just happens to notice, though, that the other men in the church are looking at hard-bodied men on their phones while the women are rather too young. Daryl, Margaret, Wayne head back to Modine's and the skids are sitting at the table and they see Wayne walk in. They taunt Wayne with gay references, while at the other end of the bar, the hockey players are sitting as well and overhear these taunts. During all this, Angie's new boyfriend walks in, played by Spencer Maybe. He is dressed in a sports jacket, scarf, fedora, shoes, no socks. Had enough, Wayne walks out to the back of the bar for a smoke. Katie, sitting on the back of her truck, calls Wayne over and offers support, as news of Wayne's changing preferences has made its rounds. She reminds him of past instances, where he would be in there fighting to right the wrongs for himself and his friends. While this is going on, a drunk patron walks out and relieves himself on a pile of garbage when the boyfriend also comes out, starts taking a video of the patron, and kicks him into the pile of garbage. Wayne walks over, knocks the hat off Angie's new boyfriend, and the boyfriend starts chirping at Wayne about his lack of fighting desire, comments about Angie, and their exploits. But as soon as he starts talking about his sister Katie, oh, the old Wayne comes back and proceeds to teach the boyfriend a lesson. At this point, the entire bar has come out to see the commotion, where everyone can see fighting Wayne is back. Next day, in a similar setup to the opening sequence, the hockey players drop off Katie. Wayne and Daryl are by the produce stand, but Jonesy and Riley stay in the car, quiet, and leave. And that's the end. We roll credits. I don't know what's going on with the American broadcast on Hulu, but on Crave TV, there is an after credit scene. As Letterkenny is based on the YouTube sensation Letterkenny Problems, there is a similar styled Letterkenny Problem clip. It was done for this show, and it, it appears in the after credits, which is pretty cool. A bit of trivia on this episode. The boyfriend isn't named, but in the credits he's listed as Troy. Uh, full name of the bar is Modine's Roadhouse. Jared Kiso, Daniel Petronovic, and Alexander Jordy have all worked together on the Montreal-based police drama 192. Want to give you a favorite dialogue, favorite line of dialogue or scene or whatever, and, and we talk about it. And you know what? I think it for this, with the witty dialogue that this series has, I think it's a good idea. And what I'm looking at for this one is right off the bat, one of the first lines where uh, Riley says to Daryl, Nice onesie. Is it coming men? Oh, I think you coming men enough for all of us. So right from the get-go, with these two lines set up the entire series. Uh, a lot of talk, but the quit, wit, and stinging insults are really the best parts of the show. If you're quoting lines from this, you're quoting this for sure. I mean, uh, it's always in your back pocket, ready to use for anybody. I mean, how many times have you heard somebody, does it come in meds? Well, now you got to come back for that. And it's a pretty good one. Now, did I like everything about the show? Uh, not exactly. So here's a scoop, and I'm going to tell you. Uh, it's actually taken a few viewings to get all the dialogue down. And I'm not talking about for this podcast. I mean, just for the show. I find that, that there's a lot of quick mumble talking. Uh, the intent of the conversation isn't lost, but it's 
a better understanding of what's going on when you can understand everything everyone says. Uh, right in the beginning, Jonesy and Riley, I find they have a lot of quick back and forth banter that tends to get lost. If you're not familiar with terms, uh, a lot of it, you know, hockey playing terms and, and, and slang, it, you know, you can lose the essence of it. Gail is a bit quieter when she speaks, uh, when she's trying to be seductive, but, uh, wow, really, really dirty. It, it's so, uh, so creative, but I don't, I don't really find it takes away from the story. It's a little nitpick. It may be a pet peeve of mine, but overall doesn't really diminish those points of uh, solid storytelling. Overall, this is a good episode, uh, really up there showing a good chunk of Letterkenny, the cast, as well as the various groups. And they're all about characters. I mean, we, we, we look at a good chunk of everything in Letterkenny and these uh, characters aren't cookie cutter. They're not generic. They're, they're rather unique for the most part. And that's my review for episode one. Now, before I sign off, I do want to take a moment to thank some people for the inspiration for this podcast. It is the first one, so this won't happen in every episode, but uh, I would be remiss if I didn't thank those that got me to where I am. And even if it is the starting line, it's a start, and I couldn't do it without uh, two very important people over at another podcast called Transmissions. Uh, that podcast is about uh, news, toys, and comics related to the Transformers in particular, I'd like to thank uh, Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast, and Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. They have encouraged me and helped me with the production of this and really tried to make this process as easy as it, as it can be for me. The um, Their uh, podcast, though, Transmissions, they have a main show where they talk about all the toys. They have uh, another show which deals with comics and media called Alt Mode. They have a declassified where they go in-depth about uh, a certain topic, whether it's, you know, third party or movies or whatever. But uh, they also have a Transmissions Extra, which is a, but it's a look at uh, off-topic topics. Um, one such off-topic uh, subject was this very show, Letterkenny. Yeah, that's right. Back in May of 2016, they had a Transmissions Extra where, Daryl, the only Canadian on the podcast, uh, showed uh, the first two episodes to three American co-hosts, and they discuss it. So if you're interested in knowing what three Americans thought of the first two episodes of Letterkenny, that might be uh, something to listen to. So that was uh, over two years ago. So I will put a link in the show notes. Check it out. It's worth listening to. Tell us what you think. Well, thanks for listening. You can send feedback to the show on Twitter at LetterkennyPOD or on Facebook, search Letterkenny Podcast. You can also follow our website, LetterkennyPodcast.com. To close out the show, I'll play you out with a song by Indian Wars. Yep, the same band that does the title song. This song is called Pastor Phillips. It's off their 2012 album, Songs from the North. My name's Arish, and it's back to Chorin. Till next time. Pastor Phillips, can I call on your daughter? Tell by the sound of my voice That you prayed for me once Still went astray I sure 